So guys, welcome to Playtime, episode nine. Is that right? Epis- uh, so no, the season two, episode one. S- okay, let's start again. You don't have to start again. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, again, I just said that really monotone. Hi guys, welcome to season two, episode one. Yeah, We're I've got here. some. I've got some really funny videos where you don't sound too monotone. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of that. Oh, you talking? Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, okay. yeah, you uh, you like to uh, cause havoc when you're really drunk on well, WhatsApp. Maybe that is a video for Patreon. Yeah, maybe I put it up there. Would you? Basically, it's Charlie's three favorite things. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is what? <laughs> you don't remember what you were saying? Wait, are you talking about the ones where I'm singing? No, I was in the back of the cab, and you were in the front of it, and I said, "Oh, that." <laughs> no, that's that's not fit for anyone, mate. <laughs> That that's definitely going on Patreon. We'll, we'll, we'll say. But the well. inflection of your voice was a lot different. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I was a lot more excited, wasn't I? Yeah. Um, Maybe try the intro again. A bit more excitable. Okay. You ready? Here, the floor is yours. Hi guys, my name's Charlie. No, do it without taking the piss. Like, just do it in your like most up like interesting voice. Imagine you're a news anchor. We're not here, and you're telling the news. Playtime news. Well, anchor is a bit more serious, isn't it? Okay. Well. Also, is this right? Why don't you do it? Sh- set the thing. You do it, then I'll have a go. Yeah. Then if you shit, you're off it, and I'm on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a this isn't a guest. This is an open audition. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Hey guys, welcome to Playtime Podcast. It is the new season, season two, episode one, and we have an amazing, amazing, good guest, but best friend on the playlist. Playlist on the podcast. So uh, welcome. Thank you very much. No eight out of ten. Go. Oh, You're out. <laughs> you fucked up the yeah, words. I know, I know. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not going to all do it. Come on. Come on. No, no, I'm not going to do it. You do. You do. You go. No, I'm, that was a joke. On this isn't an audition. No, no, no. no, 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 no let's see you do it. Though. I think we need it. Okay. Hello and welcome to Playtime Podcast. We're back for a second season because the first one was so good, and we're going to get right into it with the most amazing guest we've ever had on the second season. Not only our best friend, but an absolute social media megastar. It is David. AKA Temptation Templar. No, <laughs> I actually shit myself a little bit then. <laughs> you could tell that you were thinking. No, I was thinking, what? No, you should have done David written in the stars, Templar. David written in the stars, shirtless chef boy, tempts Temptation Templar. Nice. Wow. Now, oh, ju- no. just for a laugh, you have a go. Yeah, come no, on. no, come no. On. no. I've, I've already done my intro. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, so, you've recently done. No, a we're not TV talking about that today. Are we, right? we talking what? about that today? Yeah, of course, we can talk about it. When's this coming out? Um, this comes out. Um, well, you can talk about. Can no, you not talk? It's just boring because I can't talk about the whole. When is it end? From start when to finish, twenty second of January. Wait, wait, this comes out next week. Wait, but no, it's like there'll be people listening who want to know more about the show, right? So uh, we can talk about it a bit. It makes sense to talk about it. A bit. Yeah, but we're gonna get him on again to talk about it. But like, we can just generally talk about okay. what it is because it's quite what he's doing at the moment, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, cool. So sorry, I think Charlie's a little bit on edge today. Are you right? Yeah, I'm fine. That's because he's been sending it for the last five days straight yeah. with his brother in a pub. Yeah, guys, again, actually know that I'll, we'll talk to Patreon users later. <laughs> so also, I got some snacks for everyone. Oh, nice. Oh no way! You got the tropical candy kittens. Yeah. No way. Here, pass it along. Take one, pass it on. Here, that's you. Oh, no, I won't. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew. Should we get, should we get an up close? Thanks, mate. Yeah. I like these even more because Jamie Lang does them. He's just oh, a funny was, character, isn't he? The, sh- the sugar cane. 
sugar went in my eye. Is it sugar? Yeah. Oh, is it not sugar? These are sugar, right? ASMR. These are good, but I can't lie, these weren't what I was expecting. Yeah, so you don't really taste the mango, do you? They're not mangoey. They taste a bit like... Um, a bit sour. So my favourite ones are either the strawberry ones, the watermelon, or the um, orange and cranberry. Right, you've just gone through half the flavours that they do. No. So you like the sugary ones, basically. That's three out of... <laughs> how many flavours are there? Eight. No. Yeah. Quick mass. Close to half. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you don't want to talk about written stars today? I can do. Do you just want to tell us a bit about it? Because some people won't know what it is, right? Mm-hmm. But actually, before we do that, let's, let, let, we, we've been joking around with the intro. Um, for the viewers who are listening through Spotify or Apple, um, this is Temptation, one of our best friends, our closest friends. We've known, well, I've known you for like five plus years. You've known him nearly the same amount, like what, three, four years? Not five years. No, that's um, right. It's a good couple of years though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah two, three years. Um, oh, and nice. you might have seen him on TikTok uh, with his shirt off, cooking some amazing recipes. Um, he's known as the shirtless chef boy. Um, he's hilarious he's one of a kind there's only one like him um, and that is uh, The Temptation so yeah just give him a bit of an intro before we say what you've been doing and yeah, who, you yeah. are, who you are well also yeah it's worth explaining your whole Shirtless Chef boy thing how, how that came about yeah, that's, so that's a good story Shirtless Chef long story short I did a TV show back in 2018 and I'm a producer's dream they said to me would you fancy coming on and did cooking you say I'm a producer's dream yeah I'll just do anything <laughs> <laughs> it's true though it's true would you do this yeah it's, no it's actually funny though because basically obviously the casting producers say to you can you send a video in making olive oil fun and in my kitchen I was thinking how the fuck am I going to make olive oil fun mm. so I squared it on the floor took my top off slid into the kitchen like like cooked a recipe without my top on and then when I got there on the day they were like we loved your audition tape would you want to do this again and I was like yeah and they're like really are you going to do that and I was like yeah why not because I think a lot of people give it don't they and then when it comes through to it they won't actually do it I was like yeah just tell me what and when and how and I'll do it um and yeah so that happened I thought the show was going to be quite good so I started making content as the shirtless chef it took six months to come out um is there a fine for that you've got to do like naked burpees or something maybe afterwards (laughs) Oh, is that your phone? No, it's not mine. Oh. Um, and yeah, so I started creating content as a shirtless chef. The show did shit, but my content was doing pretty well. And then TikTok started and they said, can you do this content on TikTok? And then, yeah, all of a sudden just started making the shirtless chef content. Nice, mate. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear anything you said? <laughs> yeah. What did you say at the end? You boys must be bored of that story by now. The amount of times <laughs> you've heard it, you're like, okay, we're asking this question, but we don't actually want to know the answer. No, 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 it's good. It's good for the viewers to, to know who you are. I mean, I, also, everyone who kind of watches playtime is obviously fans of us and they've seen you on our story so they kind of know who you are but just in case like um people who do listen to on spotify i've noticed actually in the comments that they don't follow us on maybe social media and oh, really? yeah a few not like loads but well it was fun. funny because that boy came up to you in winter wonderland didn't he and he was like oh my god you're miles on the playtime podcast and i was like what main no chelsea way. uh that's mad yeah Mate. It was really weird because when he came up to me, you From you know you can tell he was, it was like he got his phone. And I was like, oh, main Chelsea. And you you were like, no, I'm Miles from Main Chelsea. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I'm not. I don't want that name. I was like, yeah, Playtime Podcast. Hell yeah, it's nice though. It's nice to be recognised for something that you're you've worked on and it's your business. It's like okay, cool. Yeah, not just you know. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent that. So um, okay, so now going to what you're doing at the moment, you've uh, well, it's currently on and people can see. I think it's the last week that is um yes yeah, the so 22nd of january is going to be the last time a new episode comes out and then it's on a streaming platform discovery plus you can watch it whenever wherever well not wherever in whatever countries it's available in yeah 
Uh, but yeah, I went away for six months in the summer. Six months. Six I went months. away six months ago in the summer uh, and was filming for six weeks. And yeah, it's amazing. Like uh, it's basically they're describing it as Love Island meets Married at First Sight. So you're paired up based on astrology, and then you have to make it work with your partner. Otherwise, you leave the experience. Did you go in believing in star signs? Uh, I wouldn't say believing in. I, I knew about star signs, but there's loads more to Don't it when you go lie, through the process. You have a book in your house no but i've got the book since that right he's got a book this thick on astrologies and every time if like i remember you're like if there's a girl you're gonna meet and you're like what's your star we can't talk about that because i've been doing that since the show (laughs) (laughs) and i'm supposed to be not giving away any spoilers what so oh okay what so like do you use it as like you bring out your book okay so so, right this might do do, 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 do you basically bring out a book you're like oh like, I actually went on a dating show to do with astrology. Do you want me to read your star sign? No, so what I've realized is that when you go on a date with a female, yeah. they're very interested in star signs. Yeah. So I had read about my own. This was way before doing the show. So you know what a Sag is, don't you? And what star sign are you? Vag, do you say? <laughs> yeah, Vag. You don't know what a Vag is, but do you know what a star sign is? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm Aquarius, mate. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I, I know enough about my star sign to be able to talk to someone because it seemed to be the first topic of conversation that used to come up a lot when you were dating. Mm. So then when I did this show, I was like, yeah, okay, I believe in it a little bit, but it goes far more into it. And whether or not you believe in astrology, I learned so much about myself because there's kind of like a psychological element to it or you can apply a psychological element to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, since I've bought a book that's got every day in the year in it but, and it tells you about But it's actually accurate, this isn't book, it? This book is thick. Really? It's a thick book. Yeah. It's a hardback as well. Wow. Like it's not just a little flimsy oh, astrology book for Christmas. It's you. You. No, that, no, it's that like was that. Fifty quid. How much was that? So another funny story. I got that because Ruby, the cloakroom girl in Raffles. Oh, I thought you meant Ruby from Chelsea. I was like, what? No, 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 not Ruby from Chelsea. So she was like, I haven't seen you for ages. Where have you been? I said, oh, I've been doing a dating show all about astrology. And she went, damn, you must buy this book. And then I woke up the next day with a forty pound Amazon bill. And I'd bought this book. It comes. It's fucking heavy. And yeah, now I've got it in my house. And what, so you'd like read that every day, basically? Well, I don't need to read it every day because I've only got one birthday. I thought you said it's got a, a thing each day. Of the, like, yeah, like each day, day of the year for when you're born. Oh, right. So people who right. are born accurate? Yeah, fine, on fine, the 15th fine. of July. But it's scarily accurate, isn't yeah, it? You've done mine. I was like, whoa. Mm. It's, yes. Yeah, it, astrologies are crazy because it's like, I feel like they feed into everyone a little bit. And when I kind of, my mother is massively into astrology and all that kind of stuff and then when you did the show i was like okay i'll read into it a bit more but it's it it feels like it should be a hoax right and not actually real but it when you read it about yourself you're like fuck that is me as a yeah. person as a star sign and i've met other sages and we're all quite similar so it, it's, it's mental weird. and mm. one thing that sort of, i can't remember who it was on the show but it was like the moon dictates the tide which is obviously a massive body of water our bodies are made up of like, what, 70 or 80% water. 80%, yeah. So why would the moon not have any effect on the way we feel during those sorts of periods? Also, that's why um, you, if you have like nightmares one night, you don't sleep well. You always go, was it a full moon night? Like, and it was. So, mm. yeah. Charlie's like, this is bullshit. Do you not like find it kind of good when you're talking to a, a girl, if you're trying to like date someone, talking about the star signs and see if you're compatible as a star sign more than just, okay, do we get along? Uh, to be completely honest, I whenever a girl starts talking about star signs, I'm kind of just like, you Shut know, off. yeah. I mean, I don't really believe in all that sort of stuff, but fair enough if people do. 
Um, well, why not next time you say, oh, f- my, my friend's been on a TV show all about astrology, and then you can start talking about me. <laughs> Do you want to go on a date with him? <laughs> He's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't believe in it, but like, like it's interesting, I guess. But do you not find that, you know, you're saying, oh, it relates to you and everything, mm. but the way it's written, it could relate to anyone? No. So so this is what I was trying to explain before. Like, yes, to a, to a certain extent, it feels like it could be relatable to a lot of people. It's like a horoscope, right? Right. But it's, um, w- the more you read into it, the more it it does define you as a person more than, than like the majority of, oh, Okay, so so what is a Sag like? What what's the personality traits for Sag? Uh, we're, is it Sagittarius, we're, right? Sagittarius. We're great human beings. <laughs> first thing. No, we're uh, we're very we're very kind. Oh. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna shut the fuck up? Come on, mate. Come on. Playtime's over yeah. now, Charlie. Yeah, come on. Serious chat. So Sagittarius are normally don't. He's got like a buzzer. Like yeah, you're I gonna know. say. Eh, eh. We're, we're normally we're very, very open emotionally. Ding. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, we are we get fucked over a lot because we give too much um, and we are sometimes a little bit too honest with uh, certain things and we don't think before we actually say something um, that could hurt someone but we don't intentionally do it in that way um, and um, we love 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 is like a big part of a Sagittarius like there's uh, the connection between people and I've met a lot of Saggies who are the same as me it's like their love language is tactile um so yeah, and my mum yeah, always sends man. me like love languages and like star signs about like me and all that. And I'm like, okay. And then you kind of believe, you're like, okay, that could be me. So you you do genuinely believe in it because your mum's brought you up very much believing in that. Uh, when we were kids, you know, the Metro newspaper, there used to be the star signs every day and yeah, they used yeah. to say something different every day. And it, I'd look forward to reading that because my mum was getting me into it. Like I was, I'm not like super into it. I don't have a hard back like he does. But... Is that actually a, a soft back? Is it? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Is that even a thing? Yes. Yeah, Floppy back. Pa- Flop- paper. A flop on. <laughs> hard copy. Hard, hard back. And then you just have. Paperback, mate. Paperback. That's paper it. Back. I was yeah. getting confused with three and a half inch floppy. No, no, no. Oh, I thought you looked, looked like you just guessed it, went. Yeah, I've got... Paperback. <laughs> yes. Yeah, got it. Um, were you old enough for a three and a half inch floppy? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Did you ever, ever have a three and a half inch floppy? I don't... Can't read you, mate. No, genuinely, did you, floppy disk. Yes. Did you put oh, it into a yeah. PC? Yeah. Floppy disk. Yeah, yeah, called three and a half inch floppy Are disks. They? I, I only have a, ever had a USB, you know? <laughs> Okay, anyway, so did you, so what about you? So do you not like believing it at all? Are uh, you talking to me? Well, you just asked me and I said no, yes, so you're the no, only other I, person. Um, no, I mean, I respect like people that do like want to indulge in that sort of stuff, but like I don't believe in it at all, no. I, I actually think it's a good tool though, because I'm not going to give too much away about the show, but the, the whole show was about getting into astrology mm. and people aren't just about astrology you've had experiences yeah. in your life prior to that yeah. so you can't but it, it, astrology aside it's not like you can't be like oh i just want to focus on this person because their looks i want to focus on this person because their career i want to focus on this it's obviously a balance between all of it but if you do commit purely for astrology then it's silly because people have got experiences that shape who they are as a person so the reason i guess why i'm a bit closed off to it is i've met girls in the past where they're like oh i can't date this star sign i'm just like that is a very closed-minded thing Mm. yeah there's there's a i mean there's been obsessed with certain things i think you know if you're like if you only focus on astrology when you date someone then obviously it's wrong you shouldn't be like okay i believe that we're not compatible star signs so that's it i can't even i'm not even gonna attempt it but i think it is interesting like to 
learn a bit about yourself through astrology yeah. with someone else be like oh actually there's yeah, a few yeah. things there I'm not closed off to it it's more just I, I don't fully buy it that's all like I you know could be converted what does an Aquarius like you're like my sister what, what are the traits of an Aquarius vagina dark hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's all that going no but what they do say on the show is it's good to be skeptical of it astrology is a tool it's not like uh, it's not the main reason no. why you, you you guys need to be there. So, um, when you did the six weeks, obviously we, we um, Thames is going to come back on as a guest when the show's over, so we can really you know indulge in like behind the scenes maybe and like what actually you know went on. Um, but going on, were you very like okay, open minded? I'm going to enjoy this experience, or were you very aware that you're doing a dating show? Um. Do you know what? And you'll probably be able to uh, agree with this. Once you've done like a couple of hours in the in the house or the villa or whatever it is, you kind of just do go about what you're doing without thinking about it. Yeah, for sure. So, no, I mean, <coughs> you know me, like you don't go on TV unless you want to do TV. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. Like there's an element of, the way, the way I looked at it is the worst possible thing that could happen is that I'm on TV and it's in line with what I'm doing for work anyway. So that was it. But yeah. the best possible thing that I could do is meet somebody who's aligned with what I'm doing because the kind of person I want to be with would be the kind of person to put themselves out of their comfort zone and go on TV. And also, you know how much I've struggled with relationships in the past and they don't agree with what I'm doing. They don't like what I'm doing. So meeting somebody without any of that external noise and them knowing exactly who I am and what I'm doing was the best possible way for me to meet somebody. Yeah, I think um, I see what you're saying about the, you know, you forget what's going on, but it depends on how produced it is for me. There was it wasn't necessarily a three-hour thing. How produced was it for you on the show? I mean, it was produced in the sense that conversations would happen and then they'd say, okay, David, you want to go and talk to James over here about X? And you were like, okay, let's go and have that conversation. Was there a producer constantly on the floor then or was it? They're kind of watching from the gallery and, was, and then, yeah, there's there, Roman Was there like a big brother voice as well? There was, but you didn't really use that that much because okay. there's like one or two Roman producers and then say there's lots of different conversations happening at one time. In fact, Rosie, who you know well from Chelsea, she'd yeah. come over and be like, right, we're going to play I Spy now because they want to have this conversation and then wait till all the cameras can go on this person for this conversation. Yeah, of course. Um, mm. And they, well, there's obviously a storyline team as well, isn't there? So that conversation could depend on what they want from this conversation. Yeah. So it makes sense. But obviously the frustrations come when people are like, I've just had an argument with this person. I want to go and sort it now. So by not having that conversation, it boils up and then it probably looks more dramatic when it does happen. But it's not produced in the sense that they want drama to happen. Yeah. And that was what the good thing about the show was because it was very much about love. It wasn't about like getting with anybody else in there. You're there to work on your couple. So it wasn't, it's not a malicious environment and they're not yeah. looking for drama. I kind of like that format though because when you told me about it, I was like, mm, is that going to be like interesting to watch in terms of like, um, you know, lots of dating shows are based on you're going to get with that couple and then someone strays away and goes, oh, I want to go with them. And it's like this whole, like, you know, like Love Island or or any really, you know, um, dating show. And then I watched it and it was actually almost more interesting to focus on a relationship without the problems of someone else coming into the relationship and fucking it up. It was yeah. more like, okay, there are problems in that relationship that don't include anyone else really. <coughs> and watching it as a viewer, you're just like, oh, okay, I'm, you're more involved in each character. Yeah. Um, although your co-stars probably don't like me because I've been doing a little bit yeah, of uh, it's jokes. Instagram but, trolling. <laughs> mate, they've got to realise that the more noise, the better. So yeah. I, I, you'd rip me as well. Like It's yeah, not as right. if it's not happens to everybody else. So have they, have they fallen out with you? No, but they've got a group chat, right? Yeah. And to, I, to, be, to be fair, just to jump in, I, I did see um, 
what's his name? Stefan? Yeah. Sorry, Stefan, I know your name. Um, I saw Stefan the other day at the primetime event and he was like, oh yeah, Miles has been like going in on everyone in the show. Yeah. No, but he finds, it, like, he finds yeah, it funny. Yeah, he gets yeah. it. He but, gets it. But the thing is... Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's good that he gets it because the, the whole point when I... Um, when I was going to watch it, my whole thing was like, first of all, I'm supporting you because you're my best man. I want to watch you on the show. But I was like, I'm going to get involved in these characters. Well, the characters, the you know, the cast. And the whole point of it is, as a viewer, you get frustrated or you, you're happy or you don't like them or you do, whatever. And it's really fun. And that's what I get on my show. And, and it's normal. And I wanted to kind of just like have a bit of fun with it and just be like really kind of brutally honest. But at the same time, I was obviously joking, like I yeah, don't yeah. know these people and all this, and it was just to give a bit of buzz. It's having they, an opinion, isn't it? But right. they have, they have. <laughs> I didn't say anything that bad, apart from what's his name, who's wet. But um, James, James, <laughs> you are so wet. I just saw Ruth Mark, you know. No, I'm joking. But um, you wow. know, sorry, they're, they're, talk, they're, talk, they're, talk us through why he's wet. Oh, mate, he like the first, <laughs> the first episode. He like walks out his of his like um, bedroom and on his balcony, and he's like doing these breathing exercises and looking at the sun. And he's just, he's, he's got, he's Sagittarius rising and I okay. see it because that's what you portray to people, right? That's what you show up as. Yeah. And it's very much a softer emotional side, which I have, but I don't show that forward. And it's just like, okay, man, give it a rest. Here we go. <laughs> have some fun. Whereas I think because, and look. Wait, again, wait, so what is that? Talk us through what Sagittarius, ri- Sagittarius rising means. What, so your ri- your rising is how you present yourself. So I'm an Aries rising, which means that you come to a room with your energy, and then depending on how people react to it, you either match it or tone it down a bit. Which I actually feel like I do because I'm quite aware of the situations. Whereas some people come in and be like, "Wait, what's up?" And then someone's like, "Who's this idiot?" And you just keep going and going yeah, and going. Yeah, yeah. As in, you're you're not very socially aware. Basically. Yeah, but but your rising is how you present yourself. So how do, this is quite interesting now. How do I find out? Why? There's a there's actually an app called CoStar, and if you put oh mate, funny story. I actually um, a girl I used to date. She um, right wanted me to download CoStar before we started dating any further. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, oh, she, so she didn't want to continue dating until you got the app. Well, she, I That's mean, hilarious. I mean, it, it wasn't necessarily continue. It was more just like she was quite curious. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got that app. I might actually download it again. Do, yeah, the, the CoStar is really good, and you put your time of birth yeah. in. And um, yeah, it tells you everything. Rising. But it also tells you how you like to love. Like your, I can't remember if it's Mars or Venus. I think Mars is how you love. Anyway, but it, it makes sense when you start reading it. Yeah. It does make sense. We might convert you. Look at that. We might get uh, yeah. Charlie. I, I'd be interested to find out a bit more about it for yeah. sure. Like I said, I'm not, I'm an open minded guy. So. Yeah. Girl. Girl. <laughs> um, but I think because you've got all those distractions in the show and you're actually learning, yeah. it kind of. It was an experiment at the end of the day. So you do forget about the external stuff in the camp. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're getting intimate or... Um, you must be aware. Did, did I it, needed a wank, let's be honest. I, I needed a wank and I was like... Did you have a wank on the show? No, I couldn't. What? Why not? Oh yeah, because they, they stay in the same room. You're in the same bedroom. You're in the, you're not, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't I couldn't. I, so ba- basically, I think it got like 16 days in and you know, I, I do... Sorry, what's that? Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me you didn't have a wank for 16 days? It was quite a long time, I think. Yeah, Bro, you had two a day. Yeah, all right. <laughs> let's, let's say this on the internet for everyone to hear. Uh, yeah, it got 16 days in. And I said to Rosie, Rosie is, um, well, she was a producer on Chelsea, so Miles knows her. Um, I said, Rosie, I need a wank. And she like, because we had a good relationship. She yeah, laughed she's at me and, and I was like, 
no, 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 seriously, I can't concentrate properly. Like, because you start moving mad as well when you're horny, don't true, you? True. I was like, I need to, I need to let the demons out. Like, I need to think clearly. So she was like, are you being serious? And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm being serious. I need a wank. So Rosie was calling through to the gallery and yeah. she was like, uh, David Templer needs a wank. I don't know why she double named me because there was only one David in the villa. Rosie to gallery. And I can literally hear her voice say it now. Rosie to gallery. Go ahead. Um, David Templer needs a wank. What must he do? Oh my God. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, Rosie. And uh, they came back and they were like, so basically there's cameras all around the house and they have to have one in the bathroom for welfare because imagine if you slip up in the shower or something. So there were cameras in the toilets. So whenever you need to go for a poo or whatever, you like wave at the camera. Once it acknowledges you, it just goes up like that. Yeah. So they came back to Rosie and they were like, um, David needs to go to the bathroom wave at the camera once it acknowledges it do the wanker sign at the camera and then it will point You're to the ceiling and you can, and you can do it yeah yeah <laughs> that is so mad so 16 days in i ran down to the bathroom <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> what, so what so the camera goes up and then what do you yeah just... you know it's like the little yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and it course. goes like that da, 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 and it just goes like that so i pulled my pants down and i was like come on then work <laughs> this is like this was like over two weeks in and i was ready for a wank and i just i couldn't get a boner <laughs> can I, I just say that has never happened in my life before <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, on your own it's not even like you got stage fright on yourself well you you wank because you're horny so the precursor for being horny is you've got a boner ever you and i was yeah. like right i'm i'm ready to wank now like where's the boner <laughs> i just couldn't get hard <laughs> can, I ask a, can i ask a question how long did you stay in the bathroom to try and get hard well that's the other awkward bit because it's probably long enough for them to think, oh, he's just like had a two minute wank or whatever, but not like quick enough to think, oh, he's just not going to do it. So yeah. then I had to walk back up knowing that there was 54 cameras around the house looking at me and I was like. <laughs> sweating, yeah. beads, beads on, on his forehead. Just like, well, I really tried that just one. Just goes to the cameras like, oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you, did you end up having a wank? Because I'm, I'm sorry, you... 16 days then you got stage fright what did you do well, just, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> what, what no, because you... it was kind of like a running joke in the house and it, it hasn't been televised but it was like Who's, has anybody had a wank yet and everyone was like temps, temps will be doing it soon and I'm like no 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 I still can't do it but none of the boys seem to be that bothered about it well, when I was uh, on Love Island they a couple couple of the guys had a wank yeah yeah it was like yeah were you one of them yeah nah <laughs> yeah. no I, I actually didn't um did you all but, stand together in a line they just no but like in the toilets on love island there isn't cameras so you could just go and do whatever you want oh really yeah 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 <laughs> yeah interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Right, yeah well. it's, not, it's not the same like that that's a bit weird that they no 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 i had the same thing on the I, I get it though we because... had to do the same thing when uh for different reasons poo in all that kind of their cameras everywhere showers and all that and you'd have to look at the camera give a sign and then you see the camera go up that's mad yeah. and also you're sharing a room with one girl and there's arguments and stuff and we oh wait so okay fine so it's a bit more like it's supposed to be protect is it supposed to be for in, t in case you do something weird with the girl no well i guess so yeah it's 100 it's, percent it's welfare so like if you yeah. slipped in the shower or like because you take your microphones off to get into the shower and like we I think we had a shower together. Like, you talk in the shower, don't you? So they want to know Sorry, where no, you... Yeah, yeah. We had a shower together. Yeah, right. I'm 32 years old, mate. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, I'm not 12. Well, yeah, no, but you, you, didn't, you didn't have a wank, but you're having showers together. I, I could get a boner then, I'll tell you that. <laughs> wait, so what, what went on with your partner? 
Um, did you did you do get up to anything? Anything fun? A gentleman never tells. <laughs> no, so episode seven is all about intimacy. <laughs> You're uh, like, so I'm not a gen. Any- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gentleman never tells, but I will. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. It depends what they're going to show. So the, so the episode that people, if they are watching it um, on time, what's airing now is what is an intimacy part of the Intimacy, show. yeah. So it, it takes it talks about your um, Mars and Venus, which are your love um, planets. And yeah, it just tells you how you like to be loved and what you like like in the bedroom and stuff. Like It was basically sex education for astrologists. Did it align with what you like in the bedroom? Um, what is, what, talk us through what it's I'll saying. be honest, I couldn't concentrate probably because I hadn't had a wank for 16 days. So I don't know what the hell they were saying. <laughs> I was like, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going downstairs. Were you, were you, was your mind that clouded from the whole thing? A hundred percent. Really? Have you? What's the longest time you haven't had a wank? Um, I don't know. Never really thought about it. Post nut clarity is, is scientifically proven, yes. isn't it? Yes. Is it? If it if no scientists have done it, I, I am the science. Is that, Be is the that science. You, did, you tested thing. on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> wank. I actually wanted to do a have a wank podcast. Have a wank podcast. Yeah, like, what, are you gonna have a wank on the podcast? No, no. Like you ask people questions, and then you say, right, go and have a wank, and then you ask them the same questions and see if they differ. I reckon you'd get dramatically different answers from men. <laughs> Mate, you've got both. You've got men. gold there. Yeah, it might not be a whole yeah. podcast. It might just be a little feature. <laughs> so, like, I guess the next question is like, I, I thought that it would be quite easy to get, you know, a boner on demand like that. <laughs> on demand. <laughs> yeah, like obviously, if you need to. You need to do it. Well, it's a, it's a bit different from being in your bedroom going for a wank than you don't really plan. Okay, you're not okay, like, okay, right, I'm okay, going to so, Okay, so what I was trying to say was it might have been cut out of what we just said, but you said, oh, you couldn't just get a boner if you were just sat next to us right now, well, right? Get a boner then now. That's what I mean. It's not the same, is it? You were in a toilet versus I'm not going to, like, obviously, Miles. Um, can always used, get hard. No, Miles used hey, to, let's just let's Miles, just. Cut. Miles, I can't. Wait, I can wait, get wait. hard. Miles, Miles, Miles <laughs> used, <laughs> wait, right now, you can't. Miles used to obviously always um, like watch. Oh, Miles used to always. What are you going to say? Yeah? Miles used to always watch porn with his friends when he was younger. And he was <laughs> oh my god! So he can he can do it. He has no problem with it. He's ruled out this conversation. But for a normal person, I don't think it's normal to get a boner in front of your mate. Okay, so what I'm saying is, if you're about to go and have sex, you kiss you have foreplay and naturally you get a boner yeah. right you don't even need to plan it well we're at a very nice age that we don't need to pop any pills or anything hopefully Ooh. can can Ooh. we can we do that yeah, of okay we're fine yeah, yeah. okay we, we're, we're working but if somebody said to you right um david it is eight minutes past five now go and wank you have to wank now yeah you can't just get a boner like that can you i reckon yeah. i could if you told me to go to the toilet right now and have a wank i think i could have a wank do it I would have a but wank. no one's watching you today. no no one's watching you <laughs> yeah well, you, well you, technically you in the bathroom. No one's watching you in the bathroom. The, you, the, the camera's not looking at you. Okay, I don't get it. But you know when you go for a wee next to somebody, people get stage fright. They can't wee yeah. until I, the person I goes. sometimes. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. So it's, it's now, now imagine that with a boner. Yeah, I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I, I guess maybe I've never been in a situation where I've had to do that. Well, let's put you in the situation now. Get a boner. No, that's what I said. I'm not going to be able to do it in front of you guys. Go I? in the toilet and get a boner then. Well, yeah, I can do that easily, mate. <laughs> I go on then. Good. Mate, we'll do it after the podcast. No, no, yeah. do it now. No, that's weird. I'm not doing it after yeah, the no, podcast. Yeah, no, I'm only doing this and we're <laughs> right, filming right, it. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not doing it now. Anyway. Uh, Go the, and get a boner. No, no. no I, you can't. I, I probably could. <laughs> I, look, the thing is, you're, you're saying you probably could, then prove it. What is he going to do? Walk out with like a boner? And... A bit of a semi, it's fine. All right, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Point proven. Be the science. Um, there we go. No, but I but get it. The, okay, you join me. The, the next thing I was going to say to that is you were talking about like Viagra. 
was I? <laughs> <laughs> was I? Or so, did so, I say I no, don't no, no, need my I, I actually want to talk about this topic. So there's a lot of guys nowadays that are young that use Viagra, right? Yeah. Like that's, How do you know that? We know a lot of people that use it, right? Only like wrongins no, who, who I, get mashed I up at know, the weekend and I then d- need I don't know. that. There, there's, we, know, I, we know people. We know, uh, okay, we know okay. quite a lot of yeah. people, I'd say, okay. that like use it at a young age. Like that, That's not good, is it? We, well, we definitely know. I don't want to say, I can't say anything because as soon as I say any hint, people will know who I'm talking about. But okay, so first me of all... Me No, not me and you. No, no, no. no. First of all... It, to be it, fair, wait. We okay, okay. I admit... I've done it once in my life and it was with him <laughs> and it was the first day skiing and we'd been drinking since six in the morning. And why did you even have them? <laughs> anyway, some, someone had them at the chalet. Yeah. And you were like, it was. should we do a Viagra? Yeah. And I was like, I've never done one before. That is so... <laughs> and you know what the funny thing is? No, but the funny thing is, is me and him went out on our own. Also, also, the funny thing is like, we're like, yeah, let's do a Viagra, right? None of us got laid <laughs> we, we we literally just took it had bonus for the whole night and no we, no, we sleep- didn't we did get laid we did yeah did we that was the first night skiing oh shit. oh my god yeah, do, do you think do you tell yourself these stories that they don't happen yet? <laughs> I, I, I wake up going it didn't happen it didn't happen it didn't happen it didn't happen it very much did happen but it's funny we took it and i had the worst headache in the world yeah. and it just makes you like obviously proper horny so, so, so I, no. I had a headache and a boner at the same time <laughs> I guess the point of like what I'm trying to talk about here is like it's weird. It's quite weird that guys feel the need to take Viagra yeah. at a young age, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, but I also think, and I like, I've heard this from people when they like get a really fit girl around their house, and they're like, "Oh, if I don't last long, it's going to be so embarrassing." So they're going to take a Viagra. So, but they're stupid though because then the next time you have sex with them, so it's like half the time. The biggest issue with Viagra and like again because we do know people who, who take them uh the biggest issue is you take it once the feeling is unbelievable and the fact that you can be that hard is like what the fuck so you go okay i can do it again take it again then you realize that you're kind of relying on getting hard with viagra so the day you stop you then psych yourself up in your head because you're not taking it anymore because really viagra is a very big placebo effect to it as well because you in your head you go this makes me hard and then it makes you hard, right? Mm. You could give someone who takes a lot of Viagra a different pill and say, this isn't going to be Viagra. And in their head, even if it isn't, it could be like a paracetamol. They'll be like, oh my God. And they will get hard because it's a placebo thing, right? But I think when you do it at a young age, you then get addicted to it, hooked like any drug. And getting off them is like extremely hard. The thing is, if you start taking it at a young age as well, what are you going to be like when you're like... Exactly. 50, 60 years It is old. not good for your system to have to be taking that. It can't be good for your heart. Is, is it bad for you as well? Yes. It takes all the blood. Should we find out what is, is it the actual... So, right, do you know what it does? It takes all the blood in your system and puts it directly to your dick. That's what it does. Mm. That's what Viagra is. No, it doesn't put it directly to your dick. It just increases blood flow generally, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what basically I said. <laughs> but it's not just a dick. But I have the opposite problem. I get a boner literally from kissing somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 32 years old and I get a boner from kissing. <laughs> That's good, mate. Got a high libido. Yeah, it's a little, a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> I've had a girl say, why have you got a boner? And I'm like, because you're fit. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like, to be, uh, listen, it's good to have that problem. That's a better problem than being with a guy and you can't get hard. 
Mm. And it, you know what? It's sad because I think also reason why guys maybe do try it when they're younger is because they don't have a lot of confidence. And when they're with a girl and they're in bed and she's really fit, they they you get you panic. Guys, again, like I know, I hope a lot of guys who listen to this can can kind of um, relate. As a guy, when you grow up and you go through puberty and you're dating and you have to start to have sex, girls don't have much to do. Like, yeah, sometimes girls don't get wet enough and then it's a bit hard, whatever like that. And you, you got a solution, you got lube. But for guys, it's like... <laughs> Why does that make me laugh? I'm so mature. <laughs> go, go on. <laughs> Look at him. Because no, um, I'm thinking of something. Um, and for guys, it's like, okay, when you're younger, especially when you're starting to have sex, it's like, I, I need to get an erection. I need to, I, I need to last long. It's it's very see that that's adults. in my head. It's not. I need to get an erection. I'm like, just don't be a minute man. Yeah. Like, I'd be far more embarrassed about there. that than not being able to get a boner. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever have you ever minute man somebody? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you say I afterwards? Think, I think everyone has, mate. Once in their life. Do you know what's so funny is when this happens, every guy just goes. <laughs> Oh yes. Oh, you know what? I've, just, oh, I've been so tired. I'm. Oh, I'm really drunk. I'm oh, sorry, but I'll, next time. And you're like, you're in your head. You're so embarrassed, but you're trying to think of any excuse to be like, normally I'm great. Like I last really, really long. But the more you do that, the bigger hole you're digging yourself. You just have to accept and go. Fuck it. Sorry, I busted yeah. in one minute. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have a wank before a girl's coming round? I've tried out multiple different things. To be honest. <laughs> What do you mean? As in like, you know, sometimes you won't, sometimes you will, sometimes you'll, you know. Shake it all about. <laughs> but, but like but like normally, have you got enough control over your penis? Yes. Uh, it, depend, it depends how long it's been. Since sex or a wank? Both. Hmm? So, I, I, like, I, I, so I, for example, if, if like, if you're seeing a girl and it's like, you know, you're having sex regularly, then I no, you don't need to do anything like that. But say you haven't had sex for a long time, I yeah, I probably need to. I've heard you say though, like if he knows he's having sex on the Friday or something, it's Monday's like, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to wank this week. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, so if I if I didn't wank for a week and then no, had no, somebody around on the Friday, I'd I, be I like, make sure, I make sure there's a, a 48 hour gap <laughs> between the wank and the sex. I I so my problem is if I wank before having sex like that day, um. I don't know why, but I'm not as hard when I'm having sex. I, I don't last as long. It's not, for me, it doesn't go, oh, you last longer. I'm just like, no, not really feeling it. Not as horny. Whereas if I have a wank 48 hours before, I know that when we're going to have sex, I'm so ready and I'm excited. There we go. There's a science behind masturbation and sex. It makes sense. We were, talk we were talking about this last time with that no fat thing, you know, where yeah. there's this whole thing about like not wanking. So that's obviously what Mars does, but for 48 hours. Should you just talk about wanking on this podcast? <laughs> well, it has been a strong um, Have you Have you taken wanking. my Have a Wank podcast idea and just rehashed <laughs> yeah. it as playtime? Yeah, should, should, should we change the topic? We have talked a lot about wanking. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But it's quite good. I think, to be fair, I think a lot of girls are really interested in this kind of stuff because they don't know what we get up to. Like, for example, when I was in a relationship, um, and I think this depends on the girl, but back then... I had to hide the fact that I would sometimes wank. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a three-year relationship. On the third year, you have a couple more wanks than usual, right? You get comfortable with your girlfriend, okay? And she would know because she'd be like, I know you've had a wank. I could smell it. And I'm like, smell it? What yeah. were you doing it on to? Oh, All sorts. <laughs> no, but she was, and she would like have a proper go at me. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, just... but I think that like, because girls will start to think, what, what am I not doing that's enough for him? And what are you doing it over? Yeah, what are you looking at? What were you looking at? I think it's, I think it's, <laughs> I think it was like a plumber. <laughs> just, what? You don't know. <laughs> okay. 
Newsflash, Miles will never end it because he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now, now I'm going to get cancelled. You can get female plumbers. No, but I was talking about, I'm talking about, you know, the plumber knocks the door and the girl's like, oh, I'll fix my pipe. All oh, right, no, just... <laughs> Just interesting that the plumber was the first thing you saw. <laughs> fix my pipe. And they never fix the pipe. They fucking ruin the pipe. <laughs> yeah, they ruin the fucking pipe. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right, okay. right. No, anyway, so let, moving on away from the whole wanking and no fap and all of that. Uh, you enjoy the experience with um, Written in the Stars. We, I, I realised we didn't even say the name of the show you were on. Written in the Stars. Yeah, Written in the Stars. Where can, where can everyone watch it as well? Uh, yeah, so it's on Discovery Plus. It's a Discovery Plus original um, series. Um, and also, Miles has got it on Amazon Prime. Yep, you can get it there. You just search it in the stars on Amazon Prime. If you've got Sky Q, there's ways of watching it through that. But basically, just search it in whatever channel you've got, and it will come up at some point. And yeah, 10 episodes as until the 22nd of January, and then it's just going to be there to watch. So I think a lot more people will watch it as well once it's all out, because people have said, I just want to binge watch it. And obviously, if you just pay for it for one month, you can watch it all. But yeah. um, I had a question. We did this in the beginning of the first three episodes and well, I've stopped doing it. I used to ask the um, uh, guest, who were you before the limelight and who are you now? Um, and you've been in the game for like five years, been influencing, TikToking. You were like the first creator, one of the first creators on TikTok. I remember it, definitely in the UK. Yeah. Um, Instagram for, for years and uh, just pushing content constantly and you have this amazing energy about yourself. Uh, I never really knew before you know all of this um what would what would someone one of your old school mates what would they how would they describe you before and has anything changed i'd i'd like to think that i'd stay pretty consistent and i guess you guys know more than anything like what i'm really big on staying consistent between my social media personality and my in life personality which is sometimes difficult because you're not going to put all the bad sides on it but I think when people see what I'm doing now versus who I was at school, it's sort of like he was always meant to do that because yeah. I always wanted to be a TV presenter. I always wanted to do these things. But I think I did go through a period where I think I was kind of embarrassed to do what I'm doing now. So I used temptation as an alter ego. And that first Instagram account was not my personal one. It was doing things that I wanted to do under an alias. And now I've kind of, like, I am the temptation. It's just that that is who i am i was i was just passing it off as yeah. other stuff beforehand what what was embarrassing about it i just think with anything like when because i i worked in marketing and obviously i had a pretty decent job before changing and there's an element of having to do stuff from the bottom up like i didn't come off a tv show loads of following and then started doing the content it was i'm on zero and i want to try and do stuff for this because i saw other people doing it and i was like i can do that just as well if not better mm. um, it's crazy though because when you would do it when you had the idea of like i want to do this i want to create a social following or a social media account back then social media wasn't a thing i remember when i had instagram it was just literally posting pictures and videos about whatever you're doing that day or like you know like we do now but yeah. there was no monetization on it there was no like create a career out of it you don't hear kids you know back then going i want to be an influencer now you do but then it's, it's interesting that you were like okay i need to create something for myself a business on social media on pete on coaching on food on all these things it's 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 admirable because it's 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 so hard now to to do it because there are so many people who do it yeah, yeah i think also like you were saying you are like genuinely completely authentic in terms of like what you're like on your social media versus in real life which is quite rare at the moment i think mm. and also you're mad passionate about 
like just filming content like it's mental i've I've never actually i think i've met someone who does yeah. content creation who's as passionate about it as you are which is yeah. really which is great I don't, I don't know anyone who who has the level of work ethic in this industry like you i don't know anyone like i i believe that i'm on top of things and i get things done but when i'm around you regardless even if we're on a chill day like having fun you are editing, you're doing this, you're, you're, you're constantly thinking about ideas, you call me up, let's do this, let's film this, let's do... It's mad, bro, you don't stop. Mm. And it's like, what, why do you, why is that actually? Why, why do you think you're at that level of like, you're so passionate about what you're doing and, and that drive? Because it's very hard to keep that drive consistent. Um, so... Uh- I think it's a blessing and a curse because I think I've probably held myself back from either growing my business or being more successful financially because I love doing that and I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because day-to-day PT and stuff, I'm constantly talking to people, I'm doing that, whereas that is literally me channeling my creativity and whatever into something. And then even editing, I find I find it very therapeutic. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess it helps that you're interested in what you're doing, is it? Is I wouldn't be interested in like filming everything. Yeah. But I think the success that I'm having now, and it's not even like the most success, but it's come from me. And you did it as well back in the day. You just document yourself. Whether you had one follower or a million followers, mm-hmm. you're still talking to the camera as it is yourself. And I just yeah. like doing that. And there's there's certain people along the way who I've got stuff from. And it's like, if you can help one person a day, then brilliant. Yeah. Can you add value to somebody? Or can you just entertain people? And that, that's the difference now with the content. It's like... Do I educate, motivate, inspire, entertain? As long as it's one of those pillars, I don't mind like doing it. If you're just posting up shit content, it's just pointless. Yeah. And I think as well, one of the things that put it into perspective for me, when I broke up with my ex, like the ex, she was like, go on holiday. Don't worry about your teeth. Don't take your phone. Don't film anything for two weeks and just be present. And I was like, I actually had a worse time. Like I was away on a holiday with content creators who also like creating content. They were doing it. I actually left my phone in the taxi so I couldn't do anything. But I was like, I'm actually, like part of my enjoyment is filming things. Yeah. Like even when we're making TikTok dance the other day, we're filming video. Like it's obviously doing stupid shit, but it's just entertaining. I find it funny. <coughs> yeah. Nice, mate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> no, I, I get it. And it's a, it's a strange balance what you're talking about because... um. It, sometimes I think I need to disconnect. I need to stop because part of my job, part of our jobs um, is being on your phone all the time, you know, and it's constantly creating um, new projects, new ideas, new content, and, you know, making sure you're doing the trends that are going on at the moment, making sure you're relevant. That's the hardest part is being relevant because there are new stars, new influencers every bloody day these days. Um, and it, it's become a job, and that's crazy like this this world we're in has become a job like yeah. i fell into it because uh because of tv and then i naturally got more brand deals and i realized oh i can you know create this thing and i can create a movement and people who who are fans of me and then i i can create a business out of it and then you create something i, I when i was in school i never thought oh, oh, i can't wait to create videos and be an influencer that wasn't a thing so now you're in it you know you and for you like i said before you've been in it for so many years it's like it's it, it's weird to to it's hard to get out of it because you you should you need to have some time where you're not on your phone you're yeah. present the the separation between having you know your life and being present and also being on social media is hard because like you just said you really enjoy it yeah you know? they're, they're like and i think i'd be uh naive and unfair to not say that there's an element of it being rewarding not that i need validation from it but 
it's exciting when you post something and people receive it well, whether they're learning something from it, whether it makes them laugh. Like, if you got a million likes on a video, would it excite you slightly? Or, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think this kind of goes to kind of to the episode we did on Patreon the other day, where I was saying for me, and it's not for everyone. Like, I found that like a bit difficult to deal with in terms of you know yeah structure and also almost chasing you know this views this likes growth this sort of stuff but for you it's obviously like a healthy environment it works well for you but it's not for everyone is it so the way i'd say is because i've gone from corporate work into what i'm doing now people can see that as a bad thing Again, I don't want to fucking talk about my ex all the time, but she saw it as a way for me to, to get validated. And I was like, I don't need validation for something. But if you're sat at a nine to five, you've got key performance indicators that you've got to hit every day, every week, every month, every year. Mm. I just enforce my own key performance indicators. Yeah. And in fact, I just did a brand deal with um, a company and they said, we're going to give you X amount of money to hit 400,000 views. You have to be focused on views because yeah. otherwise you're not going to uphold your end of the bargain and yeah. then you're going to have to do more videos. So I think as long as you can keep it in a healthy balance it's fine that said i've had i had um a couple of weeks where i didn't get more than ten thousand views on a video that i was posting and that probably sounds like oh poor you but when you're used to hitting fifty thousand views and then companies are going to look at the prompts of your profile and be like we're going to offer you this based on this then you've committed to paying this amount of rent you're living a lifestyle where you need x amount of money and then yeah. when suddenly those views aren't coming in and you're not being able to demand as much money then it's a problem. It's like your it's like your uh, it's like your KPIs when you're in the sales. Yeah, right? and it's uh we like you just said as well. We were talking about this on Patreon where, you know, there's a there's a huge there's a huge stress mentally on influencers and uh, TV reality stars, the, the creative industry that a lot of people don't understand. You watch someone online, you go, oh, they have it all. Because the best thing that we do is we show our high life. The whole point of, uh, you know, influencing is that we're showing a life that you dream to have. That's what it is. It's based off that. That's why you follow someone. That's why you're a fan of them. Um, well, part of the reason, right? And I think it's it can be really stressful when you're thinking, okay, I've got to make sure I get this uh, view, likes or engagement because otherwise I lose brand deals. And if I lose brand deals, I lose money. And the platform that I've built over the years can go like that. Yeah. And it's scary. It really is scary. Yeah. Have you found like moments where you've doubted this industry and go, fuck it, I'm, I'm out? 100%. Well, even that time that I'm talking about, the two-week period, I had a um, £1,500 a month contract with a protein company for a year long and I lost it in two weeks because the views went there. Mm. That's a lot of money, isn't it, to lose yeah. like yeah. overnight. And I'd already, I was already making changes in my lifestyle anyway. Like I stopped working at F45 to go and do what I'm doing now. Like that is, that's like, what is that? That's like nearly 15 grand a year, isn't it? 12 and a half grand. Well, mm. so they literally pulled the plug in the space of a week. Yeah. And they could do that with the contract. It was that, it was... It I don't was actually like, know. Well, yeah, they could have done because nothing happened off the back of it. And I was like, bad. fucking hell. Because, yeah, I guess like when you're in a full-time job, you've got at least a month's notice, if not three to six, depending on the job. So. Well, I hadn't even started that contract. It was supposed to happen. And right, then, I see, I see. I and see. then obviously they were looking at like, the formalities of it. And Fine, then, I thought you meant as in that's what, they gave you a week to terminate the contract. No, no, no. But was, anyway, still, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it, there's a lot, lot more up in the air and it's a lot less secure, but I guess it's, a bit more of a risk taker's mindset to do what you're doing and it's like admirable of course but have i ever thought about what the fuck am i doing all the time all all the time and i want to normalize that as well 
because it's probably one of those when you were saying like we we show our highlights i think that i do try and show the balance between the two so like when i have had hard times i talk about it da, 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 da. i try i do try and talk about it but when i'm in bed on a like obviously hungover on a sunday and i'm like what the fuck am i doing i should be working da, da, da. and you put yeah. pressure on yourself to do it because i'm self-employed yeah i'm self-employed at the end of the day i've got a company and i pay myself from it but at the end of the day it's only me working that and company it's very different from you know you work from monday to friday and then you have your weekend and you get fucked on the weekend it's fine because like, okay cool and anyway, you wake up monday you go into the office right yeah. here it's like you get drunk whatever you're not going into the office the next day or on the monday you're you're working every day we i've always said i don't have weekends and i have days on maybe on tuesday or wednesday where i'm i've got less work or maybe it's on a wednesday i have less work or whatever it is i don't i don't have the you work these five days and then you've got saturday and sunday to chill and do what you want yeah we yeah. work every single day and our work is very different because i think people look at us and go you've got so much free time it's like yeah i do but across the you know that month i may do three to four hours work in that day one day i might do a longer day one day i may only have two hours of work but i'm working every day there's not one day i think i've had where i'm not working on christmas i was working on christmas day i know i was editing on Christmas Day, episodes for Patreon and Playtime and going through comments and replying to people, doing my job, right? And my my mom were like, oh, come on, watch the film. I was like, I, going back to what you said about enjoyment, I love what I'm doing. Yeah. I got, like, we on Patreon, we've got now 64 members and it doesn't sound like a lot, right, compared to our followers and whatever, but we're trying to build this community and these, you know, these people who are typing in messages, thank you so much, I'm supporting you, love what you're doing. It's like, this is, it reminds me almost what I'm doing is right. I love what I'm doing and I'm, I'm glad to work three hours on Christmas Day. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's really rewarding having the Patreon thing now, I think. Yeah. It's like building a community. Yeah, no, it, it really, like, it's, uh, you, you, uh, one thing I've noticed to go back to the question I was asking you with the, you know, losing faith in what we're doing, um, you have small moments where you find the purpose of why you've been in this industry for so long. Yeah. And because sometimes we've been there, we've had these conversations where it's really deep and we go, what the fuck are we doing? Like, yeah. I need to need step up, I need to do this, I need to stop drinking, I need to go out, whatever it is. Um, but then you, you have a small moment, like yesterday you were making a huge Jaffa cake and I was filming the behind the scenes. The excitement on this man's face when he saw the jelly set on the cake <laughs> was to, to anyone else would be like, well done, yeah. But you, it was, I was looking at you, I filmed the whole thing because I was getting excited with him. And it's those moments where you go, I can imagine, I'm not, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but I can imagine your head going, I love what I'm doing right now. Yeah, but so again, I think this is another thing. Think for me, I don't know how to fucking make a Jaffa cake, but I'm making a job of showing people how easy it is to make a Jaffa cake. So when I make the Jaffa cake, I'm like, fucking hell, I've just made a Jaffa cake. Yeah. So, but like, and I think when people say to me, what is your ultimate job? It's always like, I want to be a TV presenter, but I want to do a, I want to present something where I'm learning as I go. And I think what I've got the benefit of doing now is someone said go make a cock of van or something i've never made one in my life then i just said cock funny um <laughs> i wouldn't have to do it but i'm just googling it and breaking it down and showing how yeah. easy it is to do so i'm learning at the same time as educating other people yeah. and to the point of excitement the two most excited i've ever seen you is when we did that live when we first got our socks in and we like sock sales were just coming through and we were like oh my god and it like yeah this is going to sound bad because we're in a cost of living crisis 10 pound a month is not going to make a massive difference to us and the money generated from the sales of the socks just went back into microphones, didn't it? So yeah. it wasn't as if we saw anything off the back of it, but seeing something that you've come up with, you've used your audience to push it through. And then you're seeing sales off the back of is unreal. And I can see that happening again with Patreon. Yeah. And it's amazing. And like, again, 
the mon- the monetary value to you is just going to get reinvested into this podcast. And again, it's about you two giving back to your community, which is amazing to see because you're not thinking, we've made 400 quid or whatever it is. It's right. like, this is sick. We're building a community that's got longevity to it. They're buying into us. I want to use that money to give back to them. And now you're going above and beyond in what you're doing in order to create this second podcast. Yeah. And when you say to me, how, how do you make the content? You're doing exactly what I'm doing. So I might get four or five paid brand deals a month, but the other 25 days I'm making stuff for free. And it's what you're doing with this Patreon stuff. You need to create the content to build the audience for then like the other stuff to come off the back of it. So I think there's a lot of crossovers in what you two are doing and what I'm doing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you actually put it like that, it's so true. Mm. Like since we started doing Patreon, we have basically gone beyond and above to create like new different things, like being really inspired to think about how we can create more of a personal experience for people who are subscribing. And like you say, it's not us being like, oh, we're in the money. We're going to go buy like some fucking TV or whatever. We, we, we're, we're, we're literally co- like reinvesting everything we make into our podcast to make it better, to get a better guests, to get better equipment, yeah. to get better um, everything. production, yeah. e- everything. So The last voice note we had, which was two days ago, Charlie goes, yeah, um, I'm really hoping we just, we can get to that you know, 100 members, Mark, because then we can get a video editor to finish these final little bits for us. Like there's no chat about like oh i can't wait to make of course i really hope that we can make this successful and and that make money out of this and make this our permanent job like 100 percent, that's my dream right uh, to make a successful business but there's the um the excitement and passion behind your work and this is why motivation is is a load of bollocks it's been consistent in an idea and in something that you want to do and become and the more consistent you are the longer you you believe into something it will happen and i have a really and we do as as a duo we have a big belief in what patreon can become and what playtime becomes like playtime i want it to be a podcast a podcast for everyone to listen to and have a great you know uh, it's it's a bit like you said before it's a chat between mates it's it's not very structured it's conversations about you know wanking or whatever and it's a bit juicy about our lives and whatever and then we've got the patreon where there's this huge community um and we're very very excited yeah i think also just to add we are putting a lot into patreon but we're also our primary focus is still obviously creating great podcasts as well yeah um because we want everyone to experience it the patreon side of things is just so we can add that bit extra as people who are you know who want to go the extra mile and and be more involved but Yeah, we're we're both very very like confident in what is to come. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. It's funny, isn't it? I don't think I've ever sat down with our close group of friends and spoken about money. Whereas no, Andrew Tate when he said he was absolutely broke, he he was like, when have you ever sat down with your friends and been like, how can we make money? Mm. Whereas we're very much passion passion driven. Yeah, which is cool to see. I think. Well, yeah, it's 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 good because then you've got good intentions for what you're doing. You're not just doing it. You're not just chasing the money, are you? Until we can't pay our rent. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to end it here. This has um, been a very interesting podcast. Really enjoyable. We're talking about your new show that you're on currently. Go check it out, Written in the Stars. Um, a bit about wanking, a bit about <laughs> if you can get it hard. Uh, and also just a bit about a bit more closer detail of what this industry is actually like and showing that not all influencers are in it for the money that there is passion and work behind it so if you've been listening thank you so much on spotify if you're watching keep watching because there's a new season 
coming up for you guys and it's very exciting and do not forget to follow us on all socials and temptation here he's on tiktok he's on youtube he is on instagram but also he has amazing products and things that he's launching with programs and food and if you want to get in shape then go and check him out because he is the best of the best also definitely watch written stars go watch that on amazon prime yeah it is fucking hilarious <laughs> anyway play time out see you later guys